Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Being Different. I am Liz Durham, and I'm so glad that you've joined me today. I hope that everyone survived Christmas and New Year's and is getting back into the swing of things. I know that I am so ready um, to have a routine and start to kind of figure things out. So I'm glad that it's all happening. If you guys listen to Down with the Picket Fence, this is kind of just an introductory episode to me and who I am. So you could probably skip to the next episode since you already know me. But if you haven't ever listened before, I'm just going to explain who I am and how I got here. So get ready. I was born in East Tennessee, um, and I lived in a traditional household. My parents were married. I have four siblings. Um, I was homeschooled until eighth grade. Interesting fact about me. My mom was um, brave and did a really good job at it. She introduced us to so many things that I never would have got a chance to do in my life. So it was a really cool experience for me. And then I went to a small private Christian school in Maryville for high school. And after that, I went on to the University of Tennessee and I studied agricultural economics for undergrad and graduate school. And my focus in graduate school was um, switchgrass management, which I know sounds weird. Like, what is that? It's basically like tall hay that grows on the side of the road. And what we were doing was we were trying to see if it would be feasible to use that for ethanol production. When you go to the gas tank and you see may contain 10% ethanol, that's what we were doing. But typically ethanol is produced from corn. And so I was trying to see if it would work from switchgrass. Well, a couple uh, years into my research, um, I realized like this will never work. Um, it costs way too much money. The infrastructure is not in place. Like it's not going to work. So I went to my major professor and I was like, this won't work. And he was like, yeah, I know. And I was like, then what are we doing here? Like, why are we wasting time? He was like, well, the government gives us money to research it. So we're going to keep researching it. Go back to the lab. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what is happening here? We are wasting taxpayers' money. He had just wasted like a year of my life, I felt like, because I thought, you know, I was solving some big world problem. And clearly he knew that I was not. And that was kind of like, well, okay, this sucks. So um, kind of at that point in my life, I realized like, things aren't always what you think they are. And sometimes you trust people and you just think things that they tell you are true and you take them for their word and um, probably shouldn't always do that because, you know, people are people and they have motives and some of them are good and some of them are bad, but, you know, things aren't always what they seem. So basically I finished graduate school as fast as I could after that and just got the degree and got out and I went to work for farm credit. So I was loaning money to farmers and I lived in Nashville, Tennessee and um, that was a huge learning experience for me. It was like my first real job. I had worked at Smoothie King for years before that and babysat and done other odd jobs. But um, I really enjoyed working for Farm Credit. I learned so much because I knew nothing about farming prior to. So I would like go on these farms and these farmers would just laugh at me. You know, I had no clue what I was doing, but most of them were really sweet and taught me a ton about the agriculture industry and how it works in our country. And so I did that for a couple years and realized like I'm not going to make very much money here. So 
I eventually moved over to Ameris Bank, which is where I worked for eight years. And I did loans for them, just regular residential home loans. And I loved working for Ameris. It was an excellent job. Um, They are a great employer. I learned so much from it and had a pretty successful career. And um, along the way in there, I was married and divorced at a young age, which is something I'm not proud of, but I did learn a lot from it. Um, And then eventually I met Luke, we had Mac, we got married. And so that brings me to this whole podcasting adventure that I've been on. Um, I was trying to maintain a very stressful career while being a mom and being a wife and, you know, forget being a friend or a good daughter or, you know, anything else because it's just impossible to barely maintain the wife and mom part. And so we did that for two years um, until Mac was two. And I was just finding myself like stressed to the max. I was anxious. I was angry. I was frustrated because I just couldn't balance it all. Like no mom really can. And if you are honest with yourself, you're like, I'm being a half-ass mom. I'm being a half-ass employee, a half-ass wife, because there's only one of me. And there's so many things that need my time and attention. And I can't give 100% to each one. It's just impossible. But I feel like our society paints this picture that if you cannot be this superwoman that, you know, I'm explaining that you're failing somehow. And that was really, really difficult for me to swallow because I was like, why can't I do this? If everyone else can do it, why can't I? And so, you know, I was talking to more and more of my friends and people that I encountered along the way and older moms and just different people in my life. And my peers were like, oh my gosh, we feel the exact same way, like exhausted, stressed, angry, mad, you know, anxious, all these things. Um, and then the older moms would be like, yeah, you know, you have to pick one or the other. Are you going to do the career wholeheartedly? Or are you going to, you know, do the kids? And it's just a decision that you have to make. And so I kind of had this realization, like, I'm not a clinically depressed person. I don't struggle with depression or anything like that. But like, why am I feeling these feelings? And it kind of made me realize like, okay, I, um, it's outside factors that are causing this. It's not something that I'm just, you know, dealing with inside a chemical imbalance or something like that. It's, I have too much on my plate and I cannot handle it. And so after trying Every different method of childcare you can imagine. You know, we did nannies, we did daycare, we did Mother's Day Out, we did everything that you could do. Um, I was like, this is just not working. So Luke, um, thankfully, he was extremely supportive of me deciding to step back from my job. And um, thankfully, you know, his income is enough to where we could have the option to even do that in our lives. And so last year, I did decide to step back from my career, which was a huge thing for me because my job was like kind of like everything to me in a way. It's um, I know you're not supposed to say that, but it was the one thing that I was like good at in my life or so I thought. And so to give that up was really, really, really hard for somebody like me. Um, And it's also like, okay, if this career was my quote unquote identity, then what am I now without it? And the idea of becoming like a full-time stay-at-home mom 
just terrifying to me because I'm starting at zero. I don't know how to do it. I can't, I don't, can't just like hop into it and be an expert at it. I know that. Um, but also I'm like, God, this is so humbling because, you know, I've made a decent amount of money. I got a lot of praise from my boss and my, you know, peers at work and my customers and stuff like that. And all that's going to be taken away. I'm just going to be at home, like changing diapers and doing things that are menial with, you know, no recognition. And it's like, all right, God, is this, is this what you want from me? This is going to be really hard. And, you know, of course, you know, Jesus washed people's feet. So I think humility is a lesson that he had down and he definitely wants me to learn. Um, so now I'm just getting started in all of it. I am finishing up my last loan right now. So I'm going to be done with it soon and kind of getting into the swing of things as a stay at home mom, which I've feel like I've been through this roller coaster of emotions of like excited about it and then like super sad about it and bummed. But um, I'm back to like the, this is an opportunity and I need to make the most of it. So when I was still working and trying to figure everything out, um, I decided to do the podcast thing because I didn't really have any hobbies. I just didn't have time to have hobbies and work had always been my hobby. Um, I just really, really enjoyed my job. And so I, you know, like doing a podcast, you're just opening yourself up for people to criticize you left and right. But for me, I'm like, I don't care. People criticize me all the time. It's whatever. Um, But I thought it was like a cool way to have to be continually learning. So if you're going to like interview people or actually do an episode that's worth anything, you have to do research and you have to learn and it gives you deadlines. And I'm a procrastinator, so I need deadlines in order to get things done. Um, so I was like, you know what, this could be cool. And I could meet interesting people along the way from doing it. I can study topics that I never really would have made the time to do so before. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to do this. So here we are, we're doing it. And, um, since I made the decision to quit my job, I have been doing a lot more research on things like what is interesting to me? What do I like? Like outside of being a loan officer in life, what do I want to know about? So um, the first thing that I've been thinking about just because it's been so present in my life is like, why are women moms specifically in this predicament that we're in today of feeling like burnt out you know, joyless, basically, um, exhausted, stressed, tired, angry, you name it, all the emotions. Why are we feeling this way? Because surely that's not how it's been for all of history. And also, you know, I recognize that when you have little babies, yeah, like, of course, there's going to be, you know, you're not sleeping and things like that. But this should not be this continual feeling for years and years and years. So I just started reading, like, what can I find about this? So, you know, I don't know how I got down this rabbit hole, but I started Googling things and reading books. And I came upon this lady. Her name is Suzanne Venker. And her kind of sole mission, I think, is um, to be countercultural and bring up the fallacies that modern day mainstream feminism have presented to us as a culture. And so I've read all of her books now. And I think she's really on to something about how, you know, our world has sold us these lies that women and men are equal. And equal and capable are two different things. We're going to get into this in a different podcast. But, 
you know, men and women are very different. We have different needs. We have different desires. We have different skill sets. And so um, I think to push a woman into a man's world and say, be a man, be a man, be a man, go have the successful career, make all this money, and then push her into like the motherhood role and then be like, do that too and be able to nurture your children and be a good wife and all these things. Like it's very counterintuitive. Um and they don't really mesh well together when you like start to dig into it. And so I was kind of just, you know, like reading her books and really, really connecting with what she was saying and like, okay, maybe this is why I've had a lot of problems that I've had in my life is because I bought into this stuff that is really not true. And it's really short selling women and men. And, you know, who's really getting this shit into the stick is your children. And so I, um, have been reading. I actually interviewed Suzanne. She's going to be the first interview on the podcast. I'm super excited about it, but I feel like I'm kind of turning over this new leaf. And I know that the things I'm going to say are not popular and people will not agree with them at all. But for me, um, it's really been enlightening and kind of encouraging to me as a mom and a person that like, I shouldn't feel this way. I'm not the only one who feels this way. And there is a different alternative out there. So anyways, that's where I am right now. Um, we're not just going to harp on feminism in this podcast. That will be one of the topics, but we're going to talk about a lot of different things that are interesting to me that, you know, are probably controversial. Um, I know that I will upset people and say things that rub them the wrong way. But please take this as I just want to share what I'm learning with you. And you may be in the same spot as me. You may not. You may find it interesting. You may not. Um, But I want this to be helpful and beneficial. And if it's not, please don't listen. Um, If it is, you know, and if you have things to add, please reach out to me and contact me because I would love to know your thoughts and feedback on it and what your experience has been. And if, you know, I can learn anything from it. So I hope that you guys enjoy this ride with me. Um, We will have a podcast dropping every Thursday and you can find me at my website. It's Liz Durham TN. I'm writing blog posts and putting up things that are interesting to me that have worked for me in my life and and motherhood. Um, And you can follow me on social media. It's probably like the stupidest thing, but we have chickens and dogs and children. So it's just crazy town in here. Um, But that's me and that's my life right now. So you can follow along and watch it unfold. So anyways, I hope that you join us. Thank you for tuning in. Being Different with Liz Durham is a Palm Tree Pod co-production. It's produced and edited by Anthony Palmer. Thanks to Emily Miles for digital support. The content for this episode is created by me, Liz Durham.